0: Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show that's a few small steps for a man, one giant leap back for mankind. I'm your host, an astro nut, Tim Down. Uh, we were firing on no cylinders this week, folks. Uh, I just felt kind of out of it all week. Uh, I still went to the gym, but not as much as usual. Uh, and I'm pissed, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm pissed like urine. So, uh, as I said last week, I'm counting calories which I think is helping me burn more calories because I'm burning with rage. Um, Counting with calories, counting with calories or counting calories? I'm going to go with counting calories is the worst. It's like doing taxes for your body. I was much happier before, you know, before I knew exactly how many calories are in sesame oil. I used to eyeball marinades without a care in the world. Now I'm trying to figure out the ratio to make mustard, hot sauce and lemon juice into a palatable sauce. The worst part is that even though I'm counting calories, I still go over them almost every day. I think I get cocky a little bit. Take uh, today, for example. I had cereal uh, and basically a PB&J on an English muffin. It's 405 calories. Then for lunch, I had stir-fried shiro noodles with a chicken burger on top. 748 calories. So that's uh, 1,153 calories and I'm aiming for 2,300 a day. So we've got over a thousand calories to work with. You know, I'm laughing. There's so much wiggle room for dinner. I had a peri chicken breast, a superfood salad and roast potatoes, which was a clean 1500 calories. So all in all, I ended up 350 calories over my goal. And on top of that, I'm so hungry i feel like i didn't eat anything at all so what's the fucking point i might as well just go get a mccain deep and delicious cake and eat it like i'm bobbing for apples i also slapped on some lbs i'm back up to a nice even 280 now granted i did forget to weigh myself on saturday and then also on sunday uh and i had ribs for dinner last night um a full disclosure, this uh, episode is a day late. The reason for that is because as I was finishing it up, uh, I fell asleep with my head on my desk um, and woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, you know, I think it's better to just uh, push back my schedule a little bit. So when I say yesterday or today, I mean Sunday or Monday. I think I could have made that more confusing, but it would have taken me a little bit. Um But yeah, I had had ribs for dinner the night before I weighed myself. So, I mean, I just dropped the ball completely. Uh, I fumbled the bag, shit the bed, goosed it, picked a fresh bouquet of beautiful whoopsie-daisies. But here's the thing. I don't think I'm getting fatter. Uh, My legs are slimming down, and so are my arms. Uh, I feel like my waist is getting smaller too, but it's kind of hard to tell. So I think in addition to weighing myself, I'm going to start measuring myself as well, because from everything I've read on obesity... Uh, it's not so much your actual weight, uh, or more specifically your BMI. That's the issue, but the amount of belly fat. So if my waist keeps getting smaller then even if I'm gaining weight, then at least I'm on the right track. <clears throat> or maybe this is all an elaborate way of me avoiding the fact that I'm not losing weight anymore. Maybe this is all a ruse so I can avoid doing cardio for as long as possible. Either way, or irregardless for the academics in the crowd. I do think getting down to 200 pounds is still my goal overall. I think that's still relatively healthy for my height. Uh, I'm four foot 11, Uh, but as as I've gotten more into working out, uh, my focus has shifted from purely just losing weight to also sort of gaining muscle and more specifically strength. So essentially what I'm looking to do is steadily lose fat while also gaining muscle, which I think is the health and fitness version of, I just want to invest in stocks that will make money. Uh, Like, yeah, no shit. Uh, Do you also want to work one day a week for a full week's pay? How? Imagine that. But for the time being, I'm just going to focus on my numbers at the gym because I at least want those numbers to go up. Maybe I'll start posting videos of myself deadlifting on Instagram. The real question uh, is which version of that guy am I going to be? Am I going to be the guy who pretends to be deadlifting, you know, really heavy weight, but then it's revealed that I'm just lifting the bar with no plates Or maybe some small plates ah am i going to be the guy who does it unironically and just posts straight up showboating videos of me hitting prs am i going to be one of those guys who replaces the plates with models i mean i guess i wouldn't actually work with deadlifts though unless they like curl themselves around the bar like a potato bug (laughs) (laughs) by the way not to get too off track but yeah i think it'd be hard to argue that i was on track in the first place But all these guys who just use models instead of weights, I mean, first of all, it's pretty one-dimensional. But I saw one where this guy was doing a calf raise, but instead of weights, there was a young gal in his shoulders, which at first, I guess, seems kind of impressive. Uh, But when you think about it, she was really small. She was like maybe 130 pounds, uh, which isn't that much. I mean, uh, on that same machine, I do like 300 pounds, not to mog the fuck out of everybody listening. Um, as a man of the obese persuasion, it's been leg day every day for me. So, personally, I mean, I'd be far more impressed if these guys could bench other bodybuilders. You know, so maybe instead of being the guy who bench presses small women, I could be the guy who bench presses obese men. I mean, that's sure to get me some clicks on the old Instagram, eh? A little bit of uh, engagement, a little bit of, uh, you know, feed the algorithm, as they say. Uh, to be honest, I don't have a ton to talk about this week, which, I don't know, is maybe obvious at this point. Um, I got another weird void check file. Uh, this time, instead of a picture of one of the members of BTS, it was a one-minute video of the Earth spinning. Uh, maybe it was meant as some kind of weird metaphor or commentary on life in modern-day society, but you know what it amounted to was that guy just delaying getting paid which is a metaphor for being an idiot so that is what it is for the most part uh it feels like most of what i'm doing these days 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 most of what i'm doing these days is the dishes i'm not doing sean connery impression for the rest of the episode that would be uh, physically difficult for me and i think spiritually difficult for you um but irregardless it feels like it takes me like five hours to do the dishes. I mean, my sleep schedule is so fucked, I may honestly spend more time in the kitchen than in bed every day. Oh, I can tell you something. <laughs> I can tell you something that I fucked up really bad me, badly that my girlfriend doesn't know about. To be clear, it's not that I've lied about it. She just hasn't asked me, and I see no reason to bring it up. Because the thing is, I am actually an idiot. I am a card-carrying dummy, which means I'm often in the wrong, or just do things that defy all logic. I've set multiple barbecue fires, smoked at the kitchen, put up curtains crooked, gotten a ticket from parking in front of my apartment building, the list goes on. But I still need a leg to stand on. I mean, if she knew every dumb fuck thing that I did in the day, she'd put me on the same level as her cat, you know? So I have to play my cards a little close to the chest to keep up appearances. So what does this have to do with the dishes? Well, I despise cleaning blenders. It's a pain in the ass. There's always stuff that gets jammed into all their nooks and crannies. Uh, and it feels like you can never really get it all. Not to mention the fact that I've cut myself twice on the blades. Yeah. And I was talking about it with my family and my dad said, you should fill it with soap and water and then just run it. You know, it helps like get everything off. It's brilliant. And then two days later I found myself tucking into some dirty dishes and one of them uh, was the blender. Which my girlfriend filled with water to soak, which I'd asked her to do because if the chocolate and shit gets, you know, caked on, it's just uh, well, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. So uh, and I think at this point she did make something chocolate. So the water in the blender was opaque. So I cheerfully put the top on it and I ran it, and to my surprise, water shot up out of the part that opens up on the lid that you can pour stuff out of. Um, my girlfriend was behind me when I did it and she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like I'm cleaning the blender and then I ran it again and water flew again out of the top. I was really confused because normally you can just like turn it on and walk away, go smoke a dart, whatever you want, whatever you want to do. And after I sprayed water everywhere twice, my girlfriend was like, just rinse it out like a normal person and then walked away. It's fair. It's totally fair. So I poured out all of the water and all of a sudden mystery solved because I realized that in addition to water. There was also a metal spoon in the blender, also there to soak. Uh, in addition to soaking, it got the shit knocked out of it by the blades. And now the back is all scratched up, and it's it's bent pretty badly. Um, also, one of the blades is bent. And I tried bending it back, but it turns out it's it's pretty tough to, to bend the blades on a blender. I mean, maybe I should have thrown in a fork to see if that knocked it back the other way. Uh, but in summation... She either hasn't realized that a bunch of our shit is bent or she did notice, but she doesn't want to know. If it's the second one, I don't really blame her. She's already got a lot on her plate from the other dumb shit that I do. Uh, She also revealed that she had a dream that I cheated on her with her brother. You know, so it's not all one way here. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100 when it comes to being an absolute menace to interact with. I thought and then hoped that she was kidding when she said that, but uh, we are so rarely granted mercy in life. Damn, I'm like Shakespeare. If Shakespeare was an obese shithead, which for all we know, he was. So possibly, in every conceivable way, I am William Shakespeare. Turns out I don't need a degree after all. I'm, I'm the bard, baby okay uh pretty clearly uh this is coming apart a little bit so i'm gonna pull the old e-brake on this segment uh i also meant to ask if i should if i was allowed to include the the whole affair with her brother thing but then i forgot and now i'm here so i'm just gonna go ahead and uh not bring it up so that's two things if she asked me did you talk about my dream in your podcast i'll say yes but otherwise, card's close to the chest. Uh, stay, stay tuned for the second half of the show. But first, a word from our sponsor. This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by the internet. Like, literally. Alright, we're back. So, I believe last time I said I would have a topic for this week. And that's half true. I do have a topic. But it's not the one I originally intended. Originally... I wanted to talk about the history of protein supplements, partially because I already talked about pre-workouts, but also because through researching that episode, I found that way back in the day, some bodybuilders would eat a horrifying like bar made out of like oats and meat, if I remember correctly, something like that. So I wanted to spend more time on it and see how things like protein powder came to be, since they're such a huge part of the fitness industry. But <clears throat> I ended up getting a little sidetracked Uh, Because I want to know how humans originally figured out that protein helps build muscle. Because it's so basic now. Like everyone from teenagers to guys full of more juice than an apple orchard knows that protein builds muscle. But how did we come to figure that out? We know steroids come from thousands of gallons of piss. That's old news. So I tried looking into it. And fuck me if it isn't hard to find information. Uh, I found a few articles, but they're behind paywalls. Uh, I looked on several free academic source websites, but no luck. So I'm going to continue my search and try to get some good sources together. It's been a while since I've looked this hard for sources. I'd love to tell you it's because it's been a while since I've actually been in school. But even then, I was a first-come, first-served kind of guy when it came to my sources. You know, uh, not the most intellectually rigorous student, if you can imagine. But over the course of my search, I ended up looking to a bunch of other topics. Um, So I thought I would go over my findings with you in this here episode. I'll start with a quick one. Um, I've seen a lot of scuttlebutt about people eating Rice Krispie Treats before a workout. Some say it gives you a big pump, which we've discussed. It's uh, coming, I think, if I remember what Arnold said correctly, which I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, Some people say it lets you lift a lot more weight. Now, I've never personally tried it. Uh, I was always more of a Lucky Charms Rice Krispie Treat guy, you know. But I looked into why people might feel some benefits. And part of it has to do with the fact that they're full of carbs. Uh, Anyone who's watched The Office knows you're going to want a carb load before a workout. So Rice Krispies can do the trick. Others have said that all it really is is a temporary sugar high combined with the placebo effect. I'm not really sure where this trend originated, but I will tell you that my favorite thing about it is a TikTok I saw about it today. Basically... It was a dude sitting in his car, eating two big Rice Krispie treats. And the text on the screen said, my coworkers think I'm crazy for going to the gym after work. And it says it stays there for a bit as this guy is opening his treats. And then eventually it changes to say, I guess they just haven't listened to enough David Goggins or Jocko Willing today. I'm cultivating discipline and I'm sorry, but relax. Every guy that walks around talking about how he's built different and has a Sigma male grind set well you know we'll also sit on the leg press for 15 minutes going through their instagram every single one of them going to the gym after work is the most mundane shit everybody goes to the gym after work i don't really get why his coworkers are so blown away by that idea i mean even if they if they ever found out that people sometimes go to the gym before work their heads might explode clean off of their necks i mean that's it's honestly not not even kind of crazy what was crazy was when I went out drinking for my friend's birthday on a Sunday night. Got rip-roaring fucked on uh, beer and banana jack shots. Got home at 2.30 in the morning. Had to go to work for 6 in the morning. And then worked a the whole day. Lifting lumber and driving a forklift and shit. Does that mean I drove a forklift drunk? Maybe. Legally, for legal purposes, No that's just a comedy story that I made up just now I've never gone to work while still kind of drunk not one time ever uh, as a side note did you know I, I was looking at calories today at cereals in the grocery store Lucky Charms is the same amount of calories per cup as uh, Honey Nut Cheerios it's madness my whole life is a fucking lie I didn't look at the sugar though, because as we've established, I'm not a macros guy. I don't think sugar's a macro, but then again, who cares? Um, uh, Another thing I looked into was actually in relation to the gym fight I witnessed last week. I started looking into roid rage and it turns out that there's not a lot of uh, conclusive evidence when it comes to roid rage. There's a lot of other factors that contribute to why someone could have increased aggression that aren't necessarily related to being on steroids uh people who use roids tend to be more likely to have some kind of personality disorder or to, or to abuse other drugs like you know amphetamines um the, the thing i saw actually also mentioned marijuana but it's like nah, i don't know that that's i don't know about that i don't think anybody's getting you know putting holes in walls after smoking a, a fat joint. but again i'm not a doctor if that wasn't clear by now uh there's a lot of Anecdotal evidence from people who have taken them is suggesting that it makes them feel way more prone to losing their temper or, you know, as I mentioned, put holes in their walls. As far as studies go, there's not a lot of, you know, like I said, solid evidence showing a link between steroids and increased aggression. This doesn't mean there's no link. It could just be that there hasn't been, you know, a study that's been able to find a a definitive answer. Could be steroids. Could be a lack of emotional tools to deal with complex feelings, leading to every negative emotion manifesting as rage to cover up the fear, sadness, and despair they feel deep inside. Who knows? I'm not a psychiatrist. Another thing about steroids that I found a bit surprising was how prevalent and how open steroid use is in bodybuilding and the fitness community generally. Just about all of the really big, no pun intended, (laughs) heh. Guys in the fitness industry are on steroids, jujimufu, more plates, more dates, even daddy Noel, they're all sauced up and no one seems to really care. It seems like the main thing is just being, you know, honest about it and not saying you're a natty daddy when you're not, which does make sense. I mean, at the end of the day, it's your body. You can do what you want with it. The only real place that matters is in, you know, a competitive environment. Otherwise you can fill yourself up with bull testosterone or buffalo sperm or I don't know, whatever it is people do these days. I don't know much about steroids, uh, believe it or not. Uh, I'm all natty, it's shocking, I know. Also, it's hilarious looking back that I never considered the fact that like all these actors could also be on steroids. Like you see guys who are like just a regular actor guy and then in their 40s they pack on like 30 pounds of just solid muscle, hmm, I wonder what that was. And it's like, ah, it was drinking beet juice and doing bicep curls. Good to know. It's like fucking hilarious. 15, 50 year fifty-year-old guys just walking around with eight packs. It's like, yeah, I, I just eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, and <laughs> I get eight hours of sleep every night, and you know, I just work hard. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> How many syringes have you stuck in your fucking ass today? Wow, that was a weirdly aggressive end to that, eh? Okay. Well, uh, on the topic of muscular men. You know, it's a lot of our favorite topics. I came across some uh, pretty horrifying examples of some of these guys' diets. Uh, So there's, there's obviously orders of magnitude when it comes to people dieting to gain muscle. You know, you have the guys who basically just eat their maintenance calories but try to get in, you know, a solid amount of protein. Then you have the guys who weigh all of their food, they track all their macros and eat a ton of protein and have like a big calorie surplus. And then you have the guys who just have mental health issues, you know, whether it's some kind of psychopathy or a personality disorder, maybe a low emotional affect. These are the guys who, who look at food in terms of raw nutrition, nutritional information. It's all just numbers, just data being entered into an equation that adds up to raw gains. These are the guys who just eat cans of tuna all day. Now that might not be gross to you because maybe you eat canned tuna. But as far as I'm concerned, that's no different than just eating pet food. Which we'll circle back to, not to bury the lead. I mean, you know, whatever that phrase actually means. I don't think I've ever heard a good explanation for what that means. But I'll up the ante. There are people who blend chicken and drink it with some protein powder. Which, as I'm saying it, I mean, I feel like I'm about to gag. I can only imagine what kind of eldritch horror the texture of that kind of beverage has. You know, I mean, I can't stand Metabucil. Never mind blended meat. Now, maybe you've even heard of that before. Maybe you're unimpressed. Well, allow me to up the ante once again. There are people out there who, for reasons that I only barely understand, blend up entire red onions and then try and drink them. And I mean, at that point, you might as well just be neti-potting vinegar through your sinuses. I mean, whatever physical gains you achieve from doing that surely don't outweigh the psychological losses doing that every day brings you. And if by this point, you still don't believe me when I say there are people walking around with such a blatant disregard for their palate and their dignity, well, well, you've walked into my final trap guard. There's a gentleman who elected to eat cat food because it was high in protein. Now, mercifully, he found it to be really disgusting. It's finally some some common sense, right? Well, if you think his logical conclusion was to not eat cat food, well, <laughs> you'd be dead wrong. Instead, he tried covering it with cheese and sour cream to mask the flavor. When that still didn't work, he let it absorb overnight, and still nothing. Now, when I was hearing this story, I was pretty much just biting down on my hand to stop myself from throwing up. Even now, I'm getting a bit sea queasy just thinking about it. Uh, I found a little bit of comfort when I heard him tell the story a separate time, and he mentioned that it was dry food, not wet food, but not by very much. I mean, you're still eating cat food enchiladas after all. And by the way, the cat food guy and the onion drinking guy are the same guy. Eric Bugenhagen, Ricky Boogs, Sticky Rick Boogs. He's a professional wrestler, but he's a professional wrestler in the same way that Bam Margera is a pro skateboarder. It's not to say he's not good at it, but he's much better known by engaging in activities that most people would see as stupid, dangerous, or stupidly dangerous. This fellow has a YouTube channel where he basically just posts clips of himself deadlifting and screaming his lungs out. What's great about it is not, Only is he hitting like 800 pound deadlifts or like 400 pound bench presses, um, like for like six reps. Uh, But he's doing it in his garage with equipment that looks like he bought it at a garage sale conveniently, Um, conveniently in his own garage in like 480p quality. He's completely and legitimately out of his mind. He does one-legged squats with a barbell on his back while playing Iron Maiden on the guitar. He drinks 12 cups of coffee in a day. He does lifts that look like they would fold your spine like a house of cards, but he just shrugs it off. He screams at the top of his lungs and then headbangs to whatever metal song he's listening to. I think he's my hero. Um, I honestly don't know a thing about his wrestling career, but from what I can see of his lifts, he looks like he could choke slam a city bus and he rocks a nice Tom Selleck mustache. It's really specific, but he's like a mix of Macho Man Randy Savage, a forklift, and that one guy from New Girl, I think his name is Schmidt. Uh, maybe one day I'll do an episode on old boogsy Woogsy, but uh, you know, there's a few people I think I want to look into for the show. I don't think I've ever done any episodes focused on just one person so far. Um, besides myself, obviously. I especially want to learn more about a fella named uh, Kiriakos Grizzly, which, if you haven't heard of him, uh, originally I typed in it instead of him. But based on what I've seen from him, it might not be entirely inaccurate. But if you haven't heard of him and intend to check him out, I have one suggestion. Headphones. Now, um, there's one other thing I want to talk about. And I don't really have an organic way of bringing it up. So I'm I'm just going to throw it out there. And also, I don't really know where I found this quote. Uh, I don't know what the main article was about. But it was the very first thing I wrote down for this episode. And that is the fact that the protein content of rat breast milk is 10 times greater than the milk intended for human babies. I'll let you sit with that for a second. Let that swish around in your mind for a little bit. Now, first of all, nobody tell power lifters because they're going to start keeping rats just to make protein shakes out of their breast milk to maximize gains. Now, once I thought of that, I got a little curious, so I decided to see how much protein that would be. And that's the story of how I came to have breast milk nutrition facts in my Google search history, folks. Yeah. um, No chance that isn't at least a misdemeanor, but here's the thing. A cup of breast milk has 2.5 grams of protein. It's not too shabby. But that means that a cup of rat breast milk has an even 25 grams of protein per cup. Compared to regular, unanabolic cow's milk, it only has 8 grams of protein. I mean, drinking rat breast milk is looking better and better by the minute, isn't it? No. No, it's not. I think if you get caught using steroids you should be kicked out of your sport. But if you start throwing the football the length of the field and then sprinting to catch it yourself, and it turns out it's all thanks to good old-fashioned RBM, I think you should be kicked out of society. Immediate jail. Uh, Do not pass go. And may God have mercy on your soul. I mean, we've really dug ourselves, uh, really dug ourselves pretty deep Pretty deep this time, haven't we? Uh, Again, I say we, when this is really all on me. I mean, even though you're all implicated in this, I mean, you're certainly enabling it. You're not, not a part of it. You may have thought this was a health and fitness podcast. At one point, you may have even thought this was like an anime podcast. But now that I'm talking about eating cat food and drinking rat breast milk, I'm not sure what this is anymore, besides embarrassing to my friends and family. Yeah, I said rat breast milk a lot of times in this episode, didn't I? Probably a lot more than than most people in polite and impolite society, I would venture to guess. It's just, I, I don't know. Specific scientific facts like that just, it just seems like people are spending too much time studying one thing, you know, like when people figure out like, hey, did you know that a goat produces roughly 40 gallons of sperm in a three month period? you're like, how much did that information cost you? Not monetarily, of course. I mean, money's money. It's all just numbers on a computer somewhere. What did that cost you? How much of yourself did you have to give up to spend your time measuring goat sperm? How'd you measure it? Did Did you masturbate the goat? It's all right. Stranger things have happened. They uh they gave acid to a dolphin and a lady I guess to see what would happen. She masturbated the dolphin, so you know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> oh no oh no i should stop telling people i have a podcast can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine if i met someone new and it just organically came up that i had a podcast and then they just like oh i'm gonna check that out and they listen to this episode first and they're like he's just talked about rat breast milk and then jerking off goats That's quite a first impression. I mean, whatever first impression I initially had, certainly this would override it by a lot, I would think. I think probably a lot of you are evaluating your first impressions as well. You know, a lot of family listens to this thing. What the fuck is that? I think that's the blender. I don't know if you could hear that. I think my girlfriend's using the blender. Do you think she's noticed that it's bent? Huh? Do you think she's figured it out? I mean, there's only a handful of possibilities. I think I'm. I think I'm suspect number one. I mean, it still blends. It still blends pretty nice. Just uh, you know, looks a little fucked up. You know? Now I kind of want to know what she's making. Let's go find out. This is the first interaction we've had on downsizing. Hold the phone, folks. Hold your phone. What you making? What kind of milkshake? Protein milkshake? Shit. What's in it? Um, banana, oat milk, and protein powder. Available. Sounds pretty healthy. Did you put any rat breast milk in it? It's a lot of protein in rat breast milk. I don't know if you knew that. It was like 25 grams of protein in a cup. You want to get some pet rats? I think, there was a, I think there was a hard maybe on the rats. Didn't get a no, didn't get a yes. Oh. And the cat snuck in here. Let's see if he has anything to say. Walter, do you have anything you want to say to the people? (laughs) Oh, man, that's really horrible. (laughs) He's just eating. Hey. Buddy. Hey. Hmm. I guess I, you know, it is a little rude of me to shove a microphone in his face while he's trying to eat. That was also like reverse ASMR, wasn't it? I mean, maybe one of you freaks was into that. But then again, I am the one that's just can't shut the fuck up about rap breast milk and masturbating goats. So, yeah, I think, uh, (laughs) oh boy, I think, uh, I think on that note, I think it's high time we called it here. Uh, This was an odd one, for sure. Um, You can slide into my DMs at excessively underscore Caucasian on Instagram. Or you can send me a cheeky little email at downsizingpod at gmail.com. Tune in next week to see if things get any more coherent. Meow, 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 meow. Meow Mix comes in two varieties, original and seafood middles. A medley of mackerel, tuna, and crunchy centers bursting with seafood flavor. Meow Mix tastes so good, cats ask for it by name.